Welcome to a Story That Works podcast, where we're going to write stories, share our work, and show you that if you want to write, all it takes is figuring out your own process. So go do the work, get your stories on the page, and confidently share them. Okay, hit record. Okay, is it recording? Yes, it is. God bless it. I know. So, hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm a certified Story Grid editor. And I'm Caitlin, and I'm just a writer who writes stuff. So this podcast started because I was talking to you about your writing. Mm-hmm. And you told me that you basically don't buy into all the story structure stuff that I've been studying for, what is it, over four years now? It was, you know, a come-to-Jesus moment for me. <laughs> so I asked all the StoryGrid editors what their opinions are about the Five Commandments and about story structure and whether or not you need them in order for a story to work. And I got a lot of different opinions on that. Had a couple conversations with people and landed on this idea of what makes a story work beyond that the intended audience finds it satisfying. Like how do you quantify this story is working and here's why, this story isn't, and here's how we can fix it. And so I thought maybe the best idea to bring to light all of these ideas and what makes stories work would be to have a podcast and then to bring you on to it so that we could discuss the differences that we have in our writing process, right? Like I've spent, again, four plus years studying story structure, and you've spent that time writing a bunch of different drafts of novels. A bunch. A, a bunch. A bunch. <laughs> and I think we've come at this from such a different angle, and yet we're both here. We're both writers. We both do the work, and in such a different way that I think it's an interesting conversation to have. I remember the first time you started like applying all of these ideals to my own writing was when you read the first chapter of my dead baby story. Yep. Um, and I remember I thought that story was like the absolute pinnacle of anything I was ever going to write. Like this, I was like, this is it. This is my masterwork. Which is funny because you thought that about your other one. Like you weren't going to ever write another story. And now I just look back at it and I was like, I was so young. No, this time I was really there. I was like, this is it. And you read it and you were like, yeah, this reads like a first draft. Like you don't have a lot of these elements that you need. And I was just kind of like, okay. And you were right. Like looking back on it now, you were right. But I think oftentimes the way that it's presented is I'm just like, I hate being told what to do in any capacity ever. I hate it. So you're coming at me with words like obligatory and constraints and rules. And I'm just like, no, that's not cute. But it's true. And I think that it's kind of like a transition from being, I'm a writer. I have a natural talent for telling stories. And this is just, I just go on instinct to actually breaking it down and analyzing it and like putting it into an analytical way instead of just, oh, this is just what I do, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between wanting to write something just for fun and then having something you'd like to be published and having other people read it. I know obligatory sounds, and the rules both sound so constraining and, and ridiculous for a creative, I, I come from this creative process writer. Right. But 
if you think of it in terms of like, hey, I wrote this love story. The lovers never actually meet. You know, like that kind of a thing could actually stop people from wanting to read your work and wanting to read the next stories that you write. Like as a published author, you only have so much where you can get the attention of people and then keep it because they could literally go anywhere else find anything else to do watch read yeah, there's listen enough to. to choose from definitely so the podcast itself is something that we hope to demystify the writing process by looking at our own processes at an in-depth level in order to kind of pick apart what we need to know to write a story and then edit it and make it better. And ultimately, I think that what we'd like to show is that if we can get our stories on the page, if we can confidently share them, be vulnerable and authentic, that anybody else can as well. It's not that we have some mystical writing yeah, no, talent. we don't. It's not mystical at all. No, it's that we put in the work. I mean, some of us more than others, meaning you wrote and I studied <laughs> for four years, but... Like we're back to it and, and we're both coming back to it again and again, even though there are days where we'd rather do anything but write, we're still coming back to the work. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I think that's something we struggle with as writers. Like we want to write, we want to be published, we want to quit our jobs and just be a writer like Stephen <laughs> King or whatever. And and yet there are so many times where we sit down in front of the keyboard and we just can't type anything. And to think about why can't we do the work? What are we struggling with? To me, just, I don't know, it makes sense. Like, let's actually talk about what we're struggling with. Let's not hide it. Let's get everything out in the open. Because I think if, if we can do that, we can show other people that it's possible. So essentially, the origin of this project was to start studying story structure and specifically what makes a story work because yes like you can intuit something that's you know it's amazing that you can just say well my brain tells me that the story should do this and somebody else can read and is like yes that's actually what it was supposed to do but others of us meaning me we can't just say oh I think this is right and then have it be right like for me if I'm writing something I remember with the first novel that I wrote when I got stuck and really felt like there was nothing more I could do, I knew at that point that I had done something wrong previously and had to go back and rework the story. And I think that if I listened to a lot of writers' advice where they said, no, just keep going, don't stop, don't edit in the middle of a draft, I never would have gotten to the end because I'm the type of person that has to edit while I write. I have to make it so that I, I can see a way forward. And a lot of writers just, they don't work that way. And so talking about how I can write or how I write versus how you write might help other people to be able to say, well, I'm going to take this element, I'm going to take that element, I'm going to go study some other authors that I really like and take those elements, but really just do it in a conscious way in order to write a story, finish it, and satisfy the audience that you're looking to satisfy. When I was talking to you about your writing and when I talked to the other StoryGrid editors, I wanted to know what that structure looks like because I don't think there are hard and fast rules necessarily and I don't think there's a formula you can follow to have a successful novel. But basically I was confused about what that structure was. Did it have to be the Five Commandments? I never really liked the idea of structure just because I don't like being confined to one thing but then so when I was writing I was literally just doing what my brain told me to do and what felt right and then I got to this latest novel that I'm working on and now querying and I mean I remember writing the first chapter and it was literally just a scene where my two main characters meet and have breakfast 
And when I was first writing it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is showing what their relationship is like. And then you talk a lot about scene work and how every scene has to have some sort of choice and a changing factor, like a progressive situation that moves the story forward. And once I heard that and really understood it and let myself listen to it instead of just being like, whatever, I'm... and then I looked at that scene and I was like, nothing is happening here. Everyone is just eating breakfast. And it doesn't matter that it's putting certain elements on display and what it's not moving the story forward. So then I had to go back and really rethink like what I was doing. And then I was able to apply that to all of the scenes moving forward, which I think was a really interesting combination of what you had been trying to tell me for so long. And finally understanding that I can't just live off of my instincts. I have to apply these things that are proven to be necessary. Right. You just have to be conscious of the decisions that you're making and I think that's a lot harder than we think it is to do the intention of course being that we are and our processes are so vastly different that writers can learn what to do from what we do because we're going to talk on such different levels of writing and also I think it's proof that we shouldn't hold our ideas too sacred I can't tell you the number of people that I've told me well I have this really great idea but I can't tell you about it because I don't want you to steal it. Seriously? Yes, seriously. Wow. I know. And I think that that is kind of crazy in a way because if somebody else takes this flickering idea that you have and takes the time to write it, to edit it, to rewrite it, to turn it into something that other people want to read, well, then that wasn't your idea in the first place. It was theirs. Because that's what it means to be a writer. You write. And whether or not it's good, whether or not other people want to read it, whether you get published, win awards, get on bestseller lists, none of that matters. What matters is that you do the work, that you find the joy in the work. And the pain. I don't know. I guess it depends on how we think about writing, right? Like if we think it's horrible and hard every time we come to write, then it will probably be horrible and hard. So we should maybe reframe that thinking. Well, I think the cool thing about what we're going to do is we're going to present our first drafts. Like we're not going to have edited them immensely. It's just kind of what we came up with. And I think it's really good not to put a lot of pressure on your first drafts, whether it's a short story or a novel. And I think sometimes when you talk to me about your ideas, like you're like, I want to write a story, you kind of approach it like you skip the step of like, I'm just going to write a bunch of garbage. No, from my perspective, what I need to know is like, what's the point? You know, why am I writing this? And you're right. I, I struggle with that a lot. I think it stops me from writing because sometimes I'm like, this has to be good before I can actually do the work. But in order to get it to be good, you have to do the work. I think I think that you sometimes approach it as an editor before you approach it as a writer. Yeah, absolutely. Does that make sense? Yes. No, absolutely. I think that I do. I think that I probably spend too much time editing in the writing process. Actually, that brings me to part of the point of the podcast, which was to selfishly like give myself a reason to write. You know, I needed this sense of accountability that if I have this audience waiting to hear what I have to say, whether or not it's any good doesn't matter, but I, I still have to actually get the work done in that case. I can't say, well, this isn't working, so I'm going to move on to the next story because that's what I tend to do is say, this sucks, it's not working, and then move on. And then I don't have sort of this backlog of that's an interesting character or that's an interesting setting that I've kind of explored that I couldn't get to work, that I might be able to get to work in a different story, but I don't have that because I've just 
tossed things that didn't work and moved on. What about your process? I've never really known how to talk about my process because I don't really have one. Well, then this podcast will help. Right, because I get so focused on novels and, and whatnot that I don't write a lot of short stories. Like, I write them when I get ideas. So it's good for me to be like, here's this prompt, go write it, and then to really see how I come up with the ideas and how I get them down on the page and what I always go back to because there are reoccurring themes in every single one of my stories and it freaks me out because they're all really dark but yeah I've never really talked about my process before because I don't know how and I think the best way to learn about your writing process is to do short stories because you can learn a lot of skills in a very short period of time without wasting a lot of words And I personally, and I'm sure you know this, but I think it's really important to learn about your process, whether you're the analytical type or the intuitive creative type or wherever you fall on that spectrum, learning how you work, what themes you're putting in the story, how you get words on the page, how that's different every time, all of that I think is really important. So ultimately, our goal is to help encourage other writers to learn about their process, to get their stories on the page, to let go of all this sacred, I can't share my writing, I can't share my ideas, in order to teach them by example that they can, that it's possible, that they should. If if you feel compelled to write, you should do it. And not just do it, you should learn, you should improve and grow and figure out what it means to be a writer for you. And then honestly evaluate what you've put on the page without taking it to heart, without feeling lesser because it's not what you thought it would be. Mm Mm-hmm. What you can expect from the podcast for season one, we're going to write three separate short stories. They're going to be four part episodes. So each month will be one short story. We're going to provide you with a prompt so that you can write it along with us. And you'll have those three short stories if you write them to use for yourself, to edit, to send anywhere you want to get published, anything like that. But each separate week will release a specific part of the writing process. Week one will be the pre-writing. Week two will be while we're writing, week three will be our writing, and week four will be editing. And we're going to go into what that means in specific detail in the next episodes, so stay tuned for that. We're also going to give you our first writing prompt so that you can get started writing, and we hope to see you in our podcast. And in our dreams. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nightmares. Nightmares. Nightmares is more like it. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Story That Works. For all the past episodes, the show notes, or to connect, visit astorythatworks.com. If you'd like to support the show, click subscribe and leave us a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. As always, keep writing. Keep writing.